0: podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life. Whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive, why don't
1: you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And he is my dad. And we're going to go ahead and jump in with the question of the day. So here it is. If you were a thief and you could only steal something that is a mild inconvenience to somebody, what would you steal? Purely hypothetical, of course. Yes, (laughs)
0: yes, I would not actually steal, but um, something that would be a mild inconvenience,
1: Mm -hmm. I
0: think for most people, now I am not one of these people, but many people are coffee people. Ah, yeah. So I would take their filters Mm. So when they wake up in the morning, they go to make their coffee and they have no filters.
1: Ah, that's true. It's
0: it's not the end of the world, but it would just drive them crazy. They would be like, I just bought filters Mm -hmm. and they wouldn't be able to find them. And it would be really inconvenient. It's not anything major. Mm -hmm. You know, they'll live, um, you know, Starbucks might get more business out of it, but, uh, the, the filters, I think, would be one of those things that people would just be like, wait a minute, I just had a bunch of these and then be gone. Then they'd second guess themselves and it would cause them lots of confusion. So that's what I would steal.
1: That's a good one. Um, for me, this is the 21st century, so I think I got a good one. Okay. I would steal everybody's smartphone charger block, <laughs> not the cord. Yeah. They, they still have the cord. Yeah. They just don't have the block to put it into the wall. Oh, and they so turn it's, their house upside down, and then they'd all start blaming each other. Yep, they'd be like, When's the last time you had it? It's like, You think I had it? I mm-hmm. thought you had it. And then, uh, it would because is it that big a deal? No, your phone's probably gonna make it, yeah. But my goodness, people go crazy when they're missing their phone charger, yeah.
0: When they don't have their charger, they go nuts. Yeah, I was gonna say toilet paper, but that's not a mild inconvenience, true. That's a major inconvenience, yeah, if you're out of that. But yeah, the the block I think is perfect because then they would have the cord, which would make them think, I should still have it. It's got to be here somewhere. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It would cause havoc in a house. People would accuse each other. There would be major family issues for generations out of that.
1: It'd be a reality TV show.
0: (laughs) It would be. It'd be a major reality TV show.
1: Okay, so we have been talking about a healthy body image. That's been our topic. We've discussed everything from diet to exercise to mentality stuff. And this is kind of the final session, I believe, of the series that we're going to do, unless anybody else asks anything in particular. Yeah. But this one is all about structure. Um, can you give us a little bit of why we put this at the end of, as like the capstone session? What do you think is so important about structure? Structure is...
0: Something that every one of us has, even if we don't intentionally do it. Mm. We all have a structure. We all have a way. We we kind of manage our life. Yeah. Some people are early risers. Some people are late night people. Mm-hmm. But they all kind of do their structure. A lot of people eat their meals about the same time of day. Right. You know, some people are the 8 o'clock noon, 5 o'clock. Some mm-hmm. people are, you know, 8 o'clock noon, 7 o'clock. Right, Maybe a three o'clock in there and maybe a 1030 in there. You know, everybody has their structure, even if they don't write it down and they don't even realize they're doing it. I think we all have those habits that we like Mm -hmm. and that way of life that just is our way of life, the things that we like to do.
1: Yeah. And we, we talked about habits a few weeks ago and how that really does affect how you view yourself. Mm -hmm. But I think structure is slightly different because it's a certain level of intentionality. And I don't remember who said this, but somebody once said, you know, we choose our environment and then our environment defines us. Yeah. And and a lot of where we're at, how we're doing things, when we do them, we don't realize it, but it really does shape the decisions we make. And so we need to bring awareness to that.
0: Yeah, and I think for people who may struggle with body image issues, one of the things they may want to look at is what is their structure. Right. Are they giving up a lot of their structure, giving up control? Are Mm -hmm. they allowing other people or things to, to kind of control them and what they do? Yeah. Or are they taking agency and kind of choosing where their structure goes and what it's all about?
1: Yeah, because I think we think to ourselves that, If we have structure, then we don't get to be in control anymore. Mm -hmm. When ironically, actually putting in structure is what gives us control. Because usually in the moment, when we're in the moment, we just do whatever's easiest. Yeah. No matter what that is. Yeah. Uh, That could be an eating decision. That could be whether to exercise or not. That could be even how we think about ourselves. Mm -hmm. Whatever we're used to is usually what we go with. So we think we have freedom, but really we're just kind of in the rut of how we normally behave. So whenever we introduce structure, it allows us to get outside of the rut of how we've always done things and say, okay, what do I really want? Yeah. what? How do I really want to view myself? Mm-hmm. How do I really want to look? Or how do I really want my habits to be? Whenever we introduce that level of intentionality to structure, I think it's very important.
0: Yeah, and sometimes structure will, like if you take a chance to really look at your structure, mm-hmm. you may discover things that you were doing that are actually negative towards your body image. That's true. That you don't even realize you're doing because you never really think about what is my structure. Mm -hmm. But if you really kind of try to kind of take a big picture, look at your life, kind of get on the outside and look down at your life, Mm -hmm. you could see, okay, you know, I always do this after this. Mm -hmm. You know, I always feel bad about myself when I do this. So you'll start noticing your own patterns and I think that's an important thing to look at that's true. because I think it helps identify why do I always get depressed when this happens or around this season or around mm-hmm. this time of year? A lot of it has to do with your structure and you don't even realize that.
1: I think you're I think you're right. Now there is the side of people who never look at their structure. Yeah. And then there's like the legalistic side where people like almost worship their structure. Yeah. Can, can you kind of give us a way of like, how do we navigate the difference between having structure, but not completely uh, basing our lives on it to where we're so anal about it that we can't even live? What do you think is a good way to differentiate the two? I
0: think it has to look at, is your structure the boss mm. or the subordinate, mm. you know, to yeah. where you want to have structure. Structure is good to have. And, and what it is, is structure is kind of like a partnership. You work together, mm. like you form a structure for your life. But you have to remember that that structure doesn't control you. You control it. Gotcha. Now, that doesn't mean that you just do whatever you feel at the moment, because sometimes that structure helps you when maybe you know that, OK, I tend to be weak when I stay up late. Like, let's say you're having weight issues and you do a lot of late night eating. Right. And you figure out, OK, when I stay up past 1030 at night, I tend to binge eat. You know, yeah. I'll eat a whole bag of Doritos or whatever. So what you do is you decide, okay, I need to go to bed early. Yeah. Because that's going to help me. Well, that's a structural thing that you build into your life. But, you know, let's say you're doing something with your family or you're with people, you're doing an event. Well, it's not that you're going to make everybody else cater to your bedtime. Mm-hmm. So there's sometimes you give that up. Yeah. And, and that's where you want to have structure, but you don't want that structure to be the thing that rules your life all the time.
1: Yeah. Now, I agree with that for sure, because structure is something that you have in place to protect you. It's more of a boundary mm-hmm. of like, hey, I'm not going to go here yeah. rather than a cage. Yeah, You know, like when you have a fence in your backyard, that's not caging you in. It's just where you've set the boundary to what's yours.
2: Yeah, that's and, true. And
1: it's kind of like that in your own life, even with habits like eating or thinking or whatever can contribute to your body image. You're yeah. saying, okay, this is where I'm typically going to be. Now, if a friend invites you over to their house, you can't say, oh, well, I can't go past the fence. I'm yeah. not going to be able to spend any time with your buddy. Can't yeah. go past this fence. There are times you go past those those uh, things that you've set in place those typical structures mm-hmm. um, I think a great example was these past two weeks Katie has been in town my sister and we've just been spending as much time with her as we can yeah. and and uh, she just recently went back we dropped her off at the airport but while she was here we were staying up late most nights we yeah. were eating her favorite meals because she's over in Korea typically so she doesn't get a lot of the food that we have here yeah. Yeah. and so We put a lot of our things on the back burner so that we could invest that time. Mm -hmm. That's a structure. If it was legalistic, it would be like a, oh, I want to go to bed at 9 p.m. Sorry, Katie. Uh, I know we were going to hang out, but I'm not going to.
0: Yeah, and I think that's important that you look at your structures and you really, you categorize so you, Mm -hmm. you prioritize one over the other. Like for us, we prioritize our relationship with Katie more than you know, our, okay, let me get to bed at a certain time. Let me, you know, make sure to eat this, this, and this. What we did was we said, you know, we've only got Katie for two weeks. So that's going to take priority over the other things. And I think that's what you want to do. Because if we don't do that, we tend to make our structure our boss. Mm -hmm. And it really becomes very legalistic Mm -hmm. and it kind of ruins our life.
1: It does. I I think that's a perfect example would be dieting. Mm-hmm. People who are going on a diet, like people who are skipping out on, on bread, yeah, for example, yeah, they all they think about is bread. Mm-hmm. Ironically, the very structure that they've put in place to protect themselves instead, it's got all their attention. They talk to everybody about like, man, the, those rolls look really good since we're eating out, but man, I just can't. Sorry about it. And like they they projected onto everybody else. And like they've gotten to the point to where they're so obsessed with this structure that they've been looking at. It's become unhealthy. It's become something that's no longer protecting them. It's like you said, making them miserable. Yeah. And it really makes
0: the people around them miserable. Yeah. Because that's all they do. They talk about it. You know, oh, no, you go ahead and eat that bread. I'm not eating bread. And you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, I don't want to hang out with you.
1: Yeah. No, it, it's, it's true. And we can get like that with anything. Yeah, yeah. We can get like that with any kind of structure. But that doesn't mean we avoid structure at all. Yeah. Because uh, as humans, a lot of times we go to one extreme or the other. We're either worshiping the structure or we're like, forget it. I'm not going to have anything. Yeah, I'll do whatever I feel in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a, there's a healthy in-between mm-hmm. where in a typical week, we have a structure we, we stick to. But yeah. when there are exceptions, we let them just be that. Exceptions.
0: Well, we don't see it as a failure.
1: Now that's a good. And that's that's
0: where a lot of times, if we have a structure and one thing messes up, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, let's say you're doing a diet and and you you have a meal that's not, you know, on the diet or you go over whatever count you're doing, Mm -hmm. you can beat yourself up, Mm -hmm. or you can just say, okay, well, let me learn. Was this was this a higher priority, Mm -hmm. or was it just me being lazy? And you can actually learn from that instead of just sitting there going, that's it. I failed. I'm going to quit. I'm going to, you know, I can't do it. Um, And we just kind of beat ourselves up to where we don't even try anymore.
1: Yeah. Well, my question would be, if somebody does want to bring structure into their life, Mm -hmm. um, from what we talked about earlier, there are kind of a couple kinds of structure you can even have. Yeah. What would you say are like one or two of the biggest kinds of structure people can introduce into their life that can be beneficial for their body image?
0: Yeah, well, if you look in body image, you want to think about, you know, some of the things you're doing with your life, which I think, number one, has to do with your time structure. Mm-hmm. What do you do with your time?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, if you're trying to, let's say, get in better shape, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have to focus on a couple of big areas. One of the areas is going to be what you eat. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people think that, well, I just eat whatever. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the problem. Mm -hmm. You want to bring some structure to that. What am I going to eat? You know, if I want to eat healthier, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to have to bring some structure to the planning of my meals, Mm -hmm. to buying the groceries, to making the meals. Mm -hmm. And people say, well, that's a lot of work. Well, But that work pays off because what you're doing is you're bringing structure to your eating habits, which helps you be healthier. Mm -hmm. And it helps you go toward to where, okay, maybe I won't feel so bad about myself.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, like one of the things that happened these past couple of weeks while Katie was home, was she was going through her clothes, figuring out what she wanted, what she didn't. And she's lost a good bit of weight being Mm -hmm. in Korea. And it wasn't because she wasn't eating. She wasn't even trying to lose weight. She didn't realize she'd lost the weight. Mm -hmm. Just being back here, she realized it. And it's one of those things that if you bring structure to your life, to your time, to your eating, which is what she did, you know, healthy habits just kind of take over. You don't even have to necessarily think about them. That's true. But if you pick what you eat, when you're going to eat, how you're going to eat, you know, if you're going to figure out, okay, how do I need to eat less? What do Mm -hmm. I need to do? Those kind of structures can help you with that body image and and how you do your life.
1: Yeah, because in Katie's instance, life kind of gave her a structure. It did. It was like she has to walk places. She doesn't have a vehicle. It's more public transportation and walking. Mm -hmm. And so naturally, you're getting that low-level exercise consistently throughout the day. Yeah. Working to teach English out of school it forces you to have a certain kind of rhythm. Yeah, You can only eat at certain times. You can't eat in the middle of class when you're giving a lecture. Yeah. You, know? yeah,
0: you can't go snack right in the middle of class.
1: No, but here in our situations, a lot of times we have to make those decisions.
0: Yeah, and it's I think our time uh, with our eating habits, our exercise, yep. it takes time to exercise mm-hmm. if you're going to really do it. Yes, A lot of people say, oh, I'm going to start exercising. Mm-hmm. Well, they have a motivation for the moment, but they're not planning it. They're not making it a habit To where they're doing it regular right and it's that that regularness that really brings that structure to our life and it takes planning and it just takes effort to do
1: Mm -hmm. it's kind of like the whole principle of compound interest Mm -hmm. whenever you continually invest in something over time it yields more and more benefits at first you don't see it yeah but over the long run it's exponential and that's how it is with looking at our time Whenever you have even just any kind of intentionality with it, whether that's through exercise or through what you eat up front, you're not going to lose 50 pounds in a month. Sorry. But slowly your habits will change. And not only the way you look will change, the way you feel about how you look will change over the long run.
0: Yeah. And a lot of times just the way you feel will change. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people, when they bring some healthy structures into their life, they just start feeling better about themselves.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and so if you look at your structure intentionally and your time, it'll keep you in that healthy rhythm. Yeah. Now, what would the what would be a good question for people to ask themselves if they're looking at their structure?
0: I think what they would do is is kind of look at, you know, what am I doing intentionally to maybe change my eating habits? What am I doing intentionally to bring exercise into my life? Mhm. Things like that. Um, yeah, I think those are two things that people need to look at because if no one, if you never look at your diet, Mm -hmm. you know, what do I eat? How do I eat? Uh, what do I do for exercise and when do I exercise? You know, just those couple questions can help you bring those things that actually bring healthiness because the goal is not a body image. The goal is healthiness and that's what we want to remember
1: yeah, and you can ask yourself as well, is your environment helping you, or is it hurting you? Yeah, like yeah. if you are at the house and you have just a pantry full of little debbie cakes mm-hmm. and a freezer full of bluebell, and you know, just a just a pantry full of chips, yeah. you know, is that going to help you, or is that going to hurt you? I think the answer is pretty clear. But a lot of times we don't think about it. We just yeah. go to the store, buy what looks good. And the cool thing is there are ways to introduce intentionality into our eating, into our life habits that are even not that difficult. I remember y'all did for a few years uh, something called Mm e-meals where they sent y'all recipes and it had the nutritional facts, it had the calories and the macros. And so if you used MyFitnessPal with that, you could very easily be like, well, it's this much and you can know where you're at, which is a huge step you know that's a huge level of structure that helps you Uh, that's your environment that's using it to work for you instead of against you yeah
0: and it's something to remember that maybe you struggle with eating or maybe you struggle with no exercise or different things like that that makes you normal yes it doesn't mean you're a failure at life you know we all have those things like, everybody has those things, eating-wise, that just, okay, I have very little self-control with this. Mm-hmm. I don't need to keep this in my house. right Or if you have it in your house and you think, oh, I'll be good, and then you have a binge night,
1: mm-hmm.
0: well, that makes you normal. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, okay, I really need to not do this. Right. And that's just kind of part of learning yourself, mm-hmm. learning what works, what doesn't work. And I think that's also part of a healthy body image because you're figuring yourself out Instead of trying to be someone else, I'm trying to be like this influencer. I'm trying to be like this person on YouTube. Well, you're not them. You just need to be you.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. And I think it's good to even look at the people around you, the culture of the people around you. Mm-hmm. If you notice, and, and I, well, at least I've noticed this, sometimes when a person spends time with others that do not have a very good health habit, yeah, they kind of fall in line with that. Yeah, it's a lot easier to get drugged down than Mm -hmm. it is to bring others up. Yeah, Uh, that is a spiritual principle, but it's also a physical principle. It's also Mm -hmm. a mental and emotional principle. And so it would be good for people to watch, you know, hey, who am I spending my time around? And are they encouraging me to have a healthy body image or not? Because sometimes people even have good habits, but not a healthy body image. People have habits driven by stuff that's not positive.
0: Yeah. And I think a lot of people in our society are doing the eating and the exercise not out of a desire for healthiness, Mm -hmm. but out of an unhealthy body image. Right. So they're hyper-focused on what they look like. They're hyper-focused on all this stuff because of pressure that they're putting on themselves. Right. Instead of saying, okay, what am I doing to be healthy? Mm-hmm. they're trying to go for a certain look or a certain image yeah. because they care more about what people think of them than what they really feel.
1: Yeah. And so the overall thing of, of this episode, I would say, if I was to kind of sum it up, mm-hmm. is when we simply look at our structure, whether that's time or physical environment, with intentionality, we can introduce changes that make it easier for us to live healthy lives Yeah, over the long run.
2: Yeah, I agree
1: all right so let's go ahead and jump into the questions of the day we got a few here and we're going to go ahead and go with this one first somebody said i'm working on eating healthier and exercising regularly but i'm still struggling with my body image do you have any advice
0: i would say to keep doing the, the healthy eating and the exercising and all those just to feel better. But I would also find someone to talk with about it. Mm-hmm. And when I say someone, I mean someone who is wiser. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may be a therapist. It may be a counselor. It could be a pastor. It could be a mentor. Mm-hmm. You know, find someone to talk with because it may be just – a pressure thing that you've never realized you put on yourself it could be you know your status in the family if you were a firstborn or a middle child mm-hmm. or the youngest child all of those things may kind of put pressure on us in different ways yeah or there could be some serious things in your life uh, like people who were you know traumatized mm-hmm. whether uh, physically or emotionally uh, a lot of times they cope yeah with that so you want to deal with it depending on what it is. Like if you know you have very serious things in your life that happened when you were younger, those may have contributed to an unhealthy body image. You yeah. want to deal with those. You want to talk with people. You want to try to work that out. And your friends can't really help you with that as much as you get someone who's a wise counselor. Yeah. You know, a professional who can really help you kind of go through that. And I'm not saying you blame everything in your past. Yeah. But that's a reality. Our past is a reality. We want to deal with it yeah. um, and kind of go from there with that.
1: Yeah. My piece of advice would be to someone who they're just starting the journey and they've just kind of gotten a little over obsessed with it. Mm-hmm. Um, That was me, honestly. Like when I was in early college, when I was first trying to start my health habits, I was weighing myself every day yeah. to see where I was at. And... <laughs> you. With health, if you focus on it in such small amounts uh, as like I'm weighing every day, it ends up creating this sense of, okay, I'm not moving fast enough, which encourages you to get into the unhealthy side of losing weight. Um, So my advice to people would be have a rhythm where you do regularly check up. On your your health habits, mm-hmm. but don't make it too often. Like if you have a weigh in, make it a weekly weigh in, yeah. not a daily weigh in. If you have you know uh, exercise habits and you evaluate those, don't evaluate them six times during your workout. Yeah, you know maybe on a weekly plan or a monthly plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you have that structure, you know all right, I'm moving in the right direction. But don't rush it. Don't yeah. try and lean so far into it towards the only thing that you see in your life. Yeah. Because if it is, you'll get too obsessed with it.
0: Yeah. And I, the, the only other thing I would add is is understand what God really thinks of you. Right. You know, your relationship with him, things like mm-hmm. that. If you're not in a good relationship with God, that's not going to help you have a healthy body image.
1: Yeah. When
0: you understand how much God loves us for, for who we are and how he wants a real relationship with us and what that entails, I think all of those things flow together to help us have a better body image.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's multifaceted. Uh, The next question, which I'm going to let you answer because it's totally your territory, is somebody said, I'm thinking about trying a triathlon, but it seems so intimidating. How do I start?
0: Well, what a lot of people don't know is triathlons come in many sizes. There's the full Ironman. There's the half Ironman. There's what's called an Olympic distance. And then what's called sprint distances, and what I would do is find sprint distance triathlons to try out. Mm. And what that means is usually there's little like, I think my first one was a 200-yard swim, like a 10 or 11-mile bike and a 1 or 2-mile run. Mm. That was it. And you could, I mean, you say, what bike do I use? Whatever bike you have. Mm-hmm. If you don't have a bike, buy one You know, off uh, Facebook Marketplace. Don't buy a brand-new bike if yeah. you don't know if you're going to like it. And you don't have to buy an expensive bike. Mm-hmm. Um I just did an Olympic distance this past weekend and there was a couple people riding bikes that were I mean almost like bikes your mom would do. Yeah. You know, and it was a 24 mile bike. Yeah. But that's fine. I did mm-hmm. the first 8 years of triathlon with a basic Walmart bike, road bike from from there. So, Yeah. I would say start with something little. Don't yeah. don't go for the big one right away.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh figure out you know, one, you want to know, can I make the swim distance? That's what scares most people. Um, but then just try a little one and see how you like it. I think that's the best way to do it. And you do want to train. Yeah. Don't sign up on Monday for one on Saturday. Right. Have some sort of training plan at least a month out um, for the small ones, just so you don't hurt yourself and hate it. Mm-hmm. And you blame the triathlon when it could be your lack of training that caused it.
1: Yeah, and I feel like a big part of the health benefits of a triathlon is the training process. It is. You know, it it forces you to have good habits. Yeah, that's
0: why I sign up for them. Yeah. It makes me work out on the days I don't feel like, especially in the middle of the hot summer.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, I don't want, I'm not going to want to work out. I know that about myself. Mm -hmm. So I sign up for those. So I have to do it, which means I have to get up early, which means I have to go to bed late, you know, earlier. Um, Those kind of positive things I do to myself. Because I know myself. When I get in the moment, I'll talk myself out of it.
1: It's almost like you're introducing structure. (laughs) Yes, it does. Okay, final question. Uh, What can I do to help my kids have a healthy body image?
0: Uh, As a parent, I think it starts with you having your own healthy body image. Right. Um, They're going to catch your insecurities. Or your insecurities are going to push them one way or the other. Hmm. So I'd say one, start on your own. And then two, you know, teach your kids to be themselves. Mm. Don't try to put them into little cookie cutter shapes. Become a student of your child. Figure out what they're into and help lead them that way. You know, mm. if your child is a big outdoorsy play outside, give, let them do that. If they're a inside, you know, techie, you know, figure out your child. Don't make them perform for you, but challenge them to excel at what they're good at. Mm. And I think that's a key to helping them become secure in themselves and not feel like they're always having to perform for someone else.
1: Yeah, I agree with that because the world and by the world, I mean, culture in general is mm-hmm. going to push them to have body image issues. Yeah, Our culture is very obsessed with that yeah. to the point to where they're going to have to have a pretty strong foundation to to not... Go that way, because that's what society tells you to do, yeah, um, but like you said, if you model it as the parent, and I think if you encourage that child because they're gonna have those questions, mm-hmm. especially, I feel like I feel like girls deal with it more often, yeah, but ironically, with our culture and how obsessed it is, you know, guys, if you don't have a six pack, you're nothing, you know yeah. or whatever, yeah. uh. So both genders, I think, are going to deal with it growing up. Yeah. So you have to be able to have those conversations with them and show them the truth of what God says about them, like you said and, previously.
0: And also understand every culture has different pressures. True. Like Katie taught us that some of the Korean pressures they have—they're very much into skincare, mm-hmm. and their skincare is to look as light as possible. Yep. They don't want any tan at all. Mm -hmm. And and so they have a pressure to be lighter. Mm -hmm. And so they do makeup. They do all these things, too. And they have filters Mm -hmm. to look lighter because that's the the pressure they have. Mm -hmm. And so you want to understand every culture's got it. Yeah. And you just want to make sure you don't just give in to it.
1: Yeah, that's good. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. If you have any questions, please send them our way. And we hope you guys have a great day.
0: Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on we would love to hear from you you can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our instagram page at the hey dad podcast join us next week we'll have a chair waiting for you